there and welcome back to another episode of Sparrowcast where we help you connect the dots. Take home the best ideas from industry experts and thought leaders right here from uh, Service Sparrow's Sparrowcast. And today we have with us David Rubinstein. David is the head of customer success and services at Craft.io and has a decade of experience in managing enterprise customer services and customer training operations along with an unbeatable prowess in developing and scaling customer-facing teams in companies. Welcome to Sparrowcast, David. We're super excited to have you here with us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here too. All right. So, David, let's get to the questions straight away. What is product-led uh, growth and what is the importance of customer feedback in product-led growth? So, uh, when we're speaking about product-led growth, that means uh, that the company, instead of uh, focusing on uh, sales and marketing, it's focusing on the product itself, product development, uh, making a product viral and, and developing a product and uh, growing the company based on the product, being able to provide real value to customers and being able to adjust the product to a customer requirements and once you are able to provide real value, uh, a product uh, that that's product-led growth. You create a product, you provide real value, and that helps you grow the customer. And you invest more in the product development, and you don't have to invest so much in sales and uh, marketing. Product-led growth and customer feedback are very much related because if you want to uh, improve and build your product, you can't do it without hearing from customers and getting your feedback from customers. I think when, when you're speaking about product-led growth, the feedback of customers, that's the uh, foundation of everything. And the more feedback you get, the better the product will grow and the more it will develop and evolve. What I think is important about uh, product-led growth is about getting the feedback from customers as raw feedback as possible to be, to be able to turn it into product growth and product insights. So you need to speak with the customers and try not to uh, sculpture or design their feedback, but get it as raw as possible based on uh, their experience and use that feedback in order to uh, build and, and improve your features. And when you're doing that, you, you take the feedback. First of all, you need to differentiate between feature requests and feedback on existing features. So what I mean is that uh, when you get feature requests or new features, uh, you need to understand that the potential uh, for, uh, for growth and expansion, but you also always need to, to keep in mind uh, development costs and, uh, uh, take, and the fact that each feature request or developing new feature takes time. But what's uh, important about feature requests is that you learn uh, more use cases and you can develop and grow your product based on new use cases that you haven't thought. So that's the important on feature uh, requests. Uh, but on, on the other side, when you get uh, product feedback, and by product feedback, I mean feature, uh, feedback on features that you already have and that you already uh, showed your customers, they've experienced your features and they have feedback, either it's technical feedback on UI, UX, or things that doesn't work as expected. Uh, and so all, uh, is it more of like, uh, uh, I'm using this in another way than what you thought that I'll be using that feature. And that, uh, that feedback is very, very important to tuning the product, 
making it better, uh, changing focus sometimes. A lot of strategy is built on feedback that you get on uh, existing uh, features and, and existing uh, product features. In terms of uh, collecting the feedbacks, uh, I think uh, a lot of times it's important to train your uh, customer service or customer support teams uh, to be able to collect that feedback, sometimes without even the customer knowing that he's giving a feedback. So almost every uh, engagement or every interaction with your customers, you have customer feedback because the customer is engaging with you and giving their opinion, uh, their uh, experience, their feedback and their thought about using your product, how close you are to delivering the value that they've expected. So I think every engagement with a customer has a feedback into it, and you need to train your customer services, uh, your frontliners that are speaking with customers on how to extract that feedback and send it over to, to the product team. And uh, the, one of the most important things, so I said that getting the feedback as raw as possible, that's one important thing. The second uh, very important thing to make it value, really valuable is creating the complete uh, feedback loop. So a customer sends you your feedback, but if they don't get uh, anything back from you based on that feedback, they'll stop sending feedback and you won't be able to extract the full value out of the customer feedback and you won't uh, be able to grow your product. And if you want to have a really uh, product-led growth, you need to be able to create a full feedback loop that includes uh, your customers customer service, product team, and then go back to the customer and give them a uh, close the loop on, on, that, uh, on, on the feedback. Thank you so much, David. That was really crisp and insightful. And I'm sure our audience felt the same way. So let me sum up the key takeaways from our session here with David today. One, differentiate between enhancement and feature request and prioritize accordingly. Two, Talk to your end users on an ongoing basis and understand their experience. Three, train your customer experience teams to always collect feedback at every engagement they have with the end user. And finally, ensure all the feedback that's collected is shared with the relevant stakeholders and they are always acted upon. And finally, you have to close the loop. A final question to you, David. Uh, did you have uh, any opportunity to participate in Service Paro service? So uh, it was, I think it was, uh, and, and I told Vipin, I think it was a very interesting and a very nice approach to uh, filling up uh, surveys. I, uh, I think one of the things about surveys is that when someone uh, fills a survey, they go into a survey state of mind and they, first of all, they, they try to answer it as fast as possible and they try to, it's like puts them in some sort of a stress and the way that you build it, it reduces the stress a bit and I like that. I think more open questions will do even a better work, like a combination of open, because you're creating conversational uh, service, I think if it's more open question, it will be even more, at least a combination of, it will be even, it will work even better. Uh, so, David, once again, thank you so much for your time and for sharing our insights today. And we will see you again in the next Sparrowcast. And until then, fly along with us. <laughs>